All right, so I guess we got the dinner time version of Out of Your Falcon Mind tonight, right? I love it. So, yeah, man. So we got Aaron on the show tonight. We got uh, we're gonna get out of here by seven thirty. So let's get this thing going. Man. Welcome in, folks. It is episode 163 out of your Falcon Mind, Atlanta Falcons fan cast. My name is John, your host, joined by my co-host, Mr. Mike Cottrell. Back after a week off, buddy. I love it, man. I'm well-rested, good to go. 163 is a lot, John. I'm just yeah, hearing man. you say that. That's, that's a lot of episodes, buddy. I love yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, man. So, uh, we, we have, so for y'all that don't know, my kid plays baseball, and that season's starting to ramp up again. So uh, he's been rehabbing from a, a shoulder or a arm injury. So he's had some extra stuff going on. So last week got messed up on Thursday. And this week, uh, the coach threw in another practice tonight, eight o'clock. Our season starts on Saturday. So, you know, so we had to rearrange the times here to get in, get it in. So, you know, here we are. But uh, yeah, we do have a special guest on the show. We're turning back to the show uh, again, Mr. Aaron Freeman. We and got Aaron as, Freeman, buddy. <laughs> as, as, as Corey Woodruff, now this was hilarious. Uh, the green beans, he said, of <laughs> Atlanta Falcons content creators. <laughs> It's not not everyone like you know wants to eat them, but they need them because it's healthy, you know, and it's good for you. You know what I mean? So like, I thought that, that was the funniest damn uh, analogy I've heard for you, Aaron. That <laughs> they're, they're, what, they're they're a favor favorite meal on Thanksgiving, so holidays I'll take them. You you, you can stomach me on holidays, basically. There you got go. it. I actually, no, I actually like green beans. Like, it's one of my I, I, do too. Down. I, I know they're not on the top of most people's list. Yeah, no, I actually do that. But I thought that was hilarious. But Aaron, man, thanks for coming by and, and joining sure. us. Uh, this week, and then we tried to get on last week, but again, yeah, just mess schedule messed up. So, hey, um, I, I gotta say, because it's hilarious. Here's the first time that I knew, man, we made it. John was when Aaron was on the first time. That's when I turned to John and said, Man, I think we made it. I, I think we've arrived, and, well, and we got him back on the yeah, show. So, Mike, I like if you, if you think 163 is a lot, I just checked. I think my, I'm over dude. 1800, I think. On, oh on my podcast. god, dude, Jesus that's Christ. surprising. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's insane, man. Yeah. But, I mean. But uh, yeah, so so tonight, guys, on the show, obviously we got, we obviously we got Aaron. We're going to be talking about uh, kind of what Aaron's ideal kind of off season might look like. We've got some uh, some some obviously some questions from you guys from the mailbag that we put out there. And if y'all got if you guys have any questions in the chat tonight, throw them in there. I'm going to star them, mm -hmm. and when we get to that section, I'll come back and get your questions. Um, when John, we get to there, that sign helmet looking good in the background. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw Aaron. I got that. I got the Raheem I, sign I helmet, buddy. I yeah, love it. I, I, I always wonder, like you know, it's is it is it fixed? You know, like did they see, <laughs> see, is it just going to Falcon content creators and, and whatnot? You know, and I'm like, I mean, you know, when when, I, when can I get mine? You know, you know? <laughs> well, see, the thing is, you need to, you got to create another account, you know, mm -hmm. and just have it be like Aaron, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. one, two, three, you know, and then then because I did it from my own personal account, so I didn't, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't do it from the podcast account. Unfortunately, so I, I can't do that because my own personal account got suspended and there's which a is the stupidest damn thing I've ever seen. you've been suspended so yeah i still can't believe that but uh yeah um and we're going to talk about some needs outside of quarterback edge rod receiver that we all know that we really need uh and then we'll get into some of just the hot topics that's been thrown around the last week or so um if y'all have been around 
at all on social media, you've seen the uh, start or continuation of whatever you want to have you want to look at it. Uh, the Justin Fields, Desmond Ritter war has been going on. That's been pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, I, uh, I I swear, dude, I, I, I tweeted the other day, like I'm literally I'm a second away from muting both Fields and Ritter. So I don't see anything like I, it's like it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 hard to take, man. Some of the stuff It's like, come on. And then today, you know, it, uh, it's reported that you know we're highly linked to Kirk Cousins and you know Fields is mm-hmm. I, I, you know it's our boy Fleek put out a tweet earlier and said man I'm just gonna sit back and wait I said hey man, welcome aboard brother welcome aboard like that's that's mm-hmm. that is what you're supposed to do the entire mm-hmm. time like you can't get caught up in this crap it happens every year so you just sit back and relax and don't take it too seriously because you never know what's gonna happen most of the time whatever we think's gonna happen we end up wrong anyway mm-hmm. so uh and that's you know, and that doesn't matter who's running the team or who's running the organization. But um, before we get going, man, let's just jump in the chat. Do say what's up to the folks that are here. King Atlanta, what's up? Atlanta, what up? Uh, April, I'm going to star April, this. We'll come back and get your question. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, was, was, oh, that just went down. Berto, what's up, buddy? Berto, what up? Dude. Chris, what's happening, man? Chris, what up? That's right. Over in the West Coast. I forgot. Yeah, man. Billy, Billy Goat, what's Goat. happening, dude? <laughs> Rise up. I like that name. DJ, what's cracking, man? DJ, what up? Uh, uh, let's see. Marquise, what's going on, Marquise, man? Marquise, what up? He said, I say we take Jared Verse or Latu at number eight. Could get a wide receiver or a second, third. Yeah, we could. We could. We'll, do, we'll talk about it, man. Paul Rose said, evening from the UK. Hey, man, what's going on, Paul? Hey, UK. Thanks for checking in, brother. Pablo said, my Pablo boy Aaron, Aaron the yeah. goat. Pablo. Go. Hang on. Let's see. <laughs> I was, I'll say, I thought I had that. Uh, you, did, you already did it. I had that sounder kind of like you gotta keep you gotta keep up with me johnny yates i can't because i can't go back from the comments over to this. it's too quick it's too much to do damn it I need Midas, what up? Midas, he said, i'm on the clock and i'm out of my falcon mind still in time i love it buddy tp what up see you brother susan what's going on good to see how you doing all right so um if y'all didn't see uh savion mixon and i put out a video last week uh, on quarterbacks, free agent quarterbacks, and also we do in Russell Wilson and, and Justin Fields. So, um, you know, we just kind of went over different options that we had. And uh, we have a little kind of a new segment on the show. It's just that we're going to, you know, it's, we'll figure we'd debut it tonight called What's New? Uh, mm-hmm. So, Mike, if you didn't know this, apparently Savion and I um, are a little racist. Oh because, wow! I did not know that. Johnny. We are racist because we, uh, okay. we, we kind of, we kind of felt that, uh, the Justin Fields ceiling was a little higher than Ritter's. Um, okay. So that, so a certain commenter came basically and said that, uh, you know, that, that just makes no sense to him. And we must be racist because of it, which was confusing on so many levels because I couldn't yeah. figure it out if it was like, if he knew that Desmond was mixed or that was the case, maybe I was, maybe we were racist toward the mixed people. And then like, oh. I responded back very like, just not like, hey, dude, like that's the c- conclusion you came to, like from what we were talking about, like, yeah, I'll just we were just kind of pointing out certain things about the play and everything. And I was like, it's just a difference of opinion, really. I was like, you know, you can have your opinion, which is fine. And we could definitely be wrong, which is also possible, and that's fine too. And he was he doubled down. He was like, nah, man. He's like, you can say Hate however speech. you want. You're a racist. Hate I was like, man. And he said, uh, Justin Fields will you know, he said Devin will never be black. I was like, was like and I'm that's responding really back. I'm like, dude, do you actually know that I'm white? Like, do you do you know it's like the white guy that's responding to you right now? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> So, I mean, just amazing, dude. But that guy got – so if you want to – hey, look, if you want to get blocked by us, there's not many ways to do it. But come comment <laughs> with some dumb shit like that, calling mm-hmm. us racist for no damn reason, yeah. and you'll get blocked. So he's blocked. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so, Aaron, you ever had anything like that happen to you on your uh, illustrious show? 
the other day when I was talking about Jaden Daniels and I was talking about Justin Fields and I was kind of comparing him and I was like, you know, Justin Fields is not a great processor, right? You know, that's been the bait knock on him. He'll he'll turn down some throws. And I said a similar thing about Jaden Daniels. And one of the comments was, you know, there are why does this narrative always come up with black quarterbacks in terms of the process, which I think is a fair commentary because there has been historic, mm-hmm. you know, sort of things of being like this guy can't process and all this very thing. But at least for me, you know, I hope my listeners understand mm-hmm. that like, I don't just say things based off of single. I say things cause I mm-hmm. watch the film and it's like, like, I think there are plenty of black quarterbacks that are great processors. It's mm-hmm. not just like, Hey, you're a black quarterback. You can't process, but exactly. like, my opinion on Justin Fields is based off of the last three years of him being in the NFL. And my opinion on Jane Daniels, like I think there are things on film that give me a little bit of pause on if he's seeing the field as well mm-hmm. as a fifth year starter probably should be seeing it given, you know, he started almost 60 games in college. And so mm-hmm. that was basically, I had to clarify to that person. Cause I think, you know, someone was, you know, suggesting that maybe, uh, you know, I might be a Republican or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Um, you know, so that, so I, you know, I, I, like that's, you know, no offense to any Republicans out there, but like, that's the last thing I am. So like yeah. anybody who calls me that, I'm just like, Hey, pump <laughs> the brakes, my guy, like, uh-huh. Hey, calm down. Uh-huh. calm down. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, that's, yeah, I don't even, I, I have no idea where, the where they, where they come up with some of this stuff, man. Cause I, I just, you know, clearly, I mean, I went back and I, I was like, damn, did we say something that was kind of like on the line i went back and watched it, it was like no no nowhere close <laughs> it was just like not even remotely close to that but hey whatever but the one one yeah. of the big things you know you've seen uh and actually aaron the last time you, we were to, on the show together we were uh it was pre it was before the, i think it's before the season right we were talking about like just some of the needs that we had or not needs but like kind of concerns that we had and we were all kind of upbeat and you know excited and you know the season went the way it went and um you know here we are but I guess guess we're excited again because, you know, we're in a good spot now or seemingly in a good spot. But um, so a lot of the stuff, a lot of the discourse uh, with Ritter, you know, was, you know, the fact he didn't have a QB coach. And I get that. You know, I I get that sucks. But some folks act like the man was like locked in a closet during the week and wasn't allowed to talk to anybody. And like when he walked down the hallway, they were like, oh, shit, here comes Desmond. Mm -hmm. Turn, turn, Mm -hmm. you know, like they don't even, you know, and I don't think it was that way. I mean, the, the, he, they had quarterback meetings every week. I mean, they were going to play quarterback. He was the offensive coordinator. He wasn't calling plays on Sunday. So, obviously, he was working with – again, I, how much do you think that played a role in how that went this year? I don't think it played much. I, you know, I, I saw a lot of people complain about Dave Ragone and all throughout the season, which is fine. Like, you know, people are allowed to say whatever they want to say, you know. Mm-hmm. I've seen a, sort of like the revisionist history of like Arthur Smith – having the offensive coordinator also be a quarterback coach is like this sort of like weird decision that was made. And I'm just like plenty of NFL teams do that. So it's like, I don't think that's the issue. Like now, if you want to question Dave Ragone's coaching ability, by all means, sure. uh, You know, whatever, you know, he's with the Rams now. So I I guess Matt Stafford's going to suck now. So, you know, um, if that's the issue, but I don't know, like, I, I just think, you know, you talk about how positive we were the last time. Like, it, it feels like we're such a far way removed from that two and zero start. You remember when it was just oh, all good vibes, right? That two and zero start. Um, I don't know. I just, I think ultimately at the end of the day, like, you know, the Falcons just didn't play well enough. You know, it's it's, it's not any deeper than that. I don't think people have to come up with these 
massive conspiracy theories about this coach or that coach or this player or that way. It's just like they didn't make the plays that they needed to make the plays to win games. That's all. That's really mm-hmm. all it is. It's not really deeper than that. Yeah. Uh, let me uh, jump in, John, because I have to say this. Uh, yeah. I want to expand on what he just said. There are times where the play is just, it's just, it's just like shallow. It's not deep at all. I'm just being honest. I'm a Falcon fan until I die. But Desmond Ritter is trash. He sucks. He just sucks. He's he's a, he's a not a Great. good player. Here we go. But that's not because his hair Mike is a little that. fro. It, okay, it, it's, it's not because he mixed. It's not because he from wherever he from. It's because he's he sucks. All right, that he's tra- he's not a good player. That's why that we say that he's not a good player because he's not. Um, it was a thing I did on uh man MLK Day. Well, I picked the wrong day apparently to do this, but I did a skit for uh, man Zendaya. I was just giving her props, and people told me that I was like racist because it was Martin Luther King's birthday, and I picked a mixed girl instead of a dark skinned girl. And I said, "Well, man, your logic on on like Easter, I'm supposed to pick like a buck tooth girl. The shit though, it's not adding up. It's not making sense." Hey, I don't have to do what you want me to do. And that it's no service. I was giving her props. It's no deeper meaning. It don't mean I hate myself. It don't mean I hate my mother. It don't mean none of that. Okay. It just means I like Zendaya. That's all it is. And Desmond Ritter is not a good quarterback. So there are so many of y'all I've seen that defenders do tooth and nail. And whoever says anything about him bad, you say, well, you must be a hater of the team or, or, or you racist or you. Di-. And it's like, uh, do you have eyeballs? Did he play good in your opinion? And he could have been green. He he would have been a trash green. <laughs> like he would have been still trash. He was throwing a lot of interceptions. He could have been purple. He would have been still throwing interceptions. So y'all got to stop at some point with reading so deep. It have to mean this. And it was a conspiracy. He didn't have help. Stop. Because Matt Ryan was balling out. I will say this again. And y'all wouldn't every offseason y'all call for his head. So when this dude played like trash all season and y'all supporting him, it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, it's like Aaron. I think you were in the same boat as, as myself last. Just listening to your show last year, or last season, like we're we're both like kind of on the Desmond Ritter train. Like you know, like yeah. thought thought that you know this could be this could work. You know, with the the guys, the town around him, and everything going on, we thought this could be you know just average. We're good. Mike jumped off around stop three. He was like, no, nah, this ain't it, and left. Yep. And uh, and so he so it was basically just kind of me carrying the rest of the season, trying like, no, nah, man, you got well, you gotta believe. See, look, there's this. I'm gonna show you this right here, you know. And uh it just got to I think did you do the all 22 all year? Did you did you do it yeah. for every game? Okay, so I started around the Minnesota game, I think was the first game that I did start doing mm-hmm. for our show, and uh, and it was like that's when it first became apparent because, you know, it was the overwhelming aspect. The overwhelming sentiment was, well, Arthur Smith just sucks. He can't call plays, you know, like he's a terrible play caller. And, yeah, there would be some. And when I started watching that, and I'm not going to lie, like I was, you know, probably I wasn't like saying that, but I was putting probably more on Arthur than I was on Desmond. I'm like, man, he's not setting him up for any type of success here. Well, then I started watching the film. And I'm like, hmm, I'm like, all right, well, it looks like, um, you know, Arthur, or there's definitely some plays during the game. You're like, yeah, I don't know about that. That might have called that there is a little bit weird, a little funny there. But overall, it was a lot of just Desmond missing or yeah. not seeing or just, you know, like it was – and it's Taylor too, both quarterbacks. Like Taylor was worse, you know, like it, I, that killed Mike to, to hear that because oh, uh, Taylor was his guy. But <laughs> That Mike like, game was rough, man. It was it was real rough. It was real <laughs> rough. And I, I told Mike, like, after I did that 22, he was like, 
how, how was I? See, I got bad news for you, dude. Like, <laughs> like oh, I, I want to see dad's back. Like that was terrible. <laughs> like that was really, really bad. Uh, and um, so and I showed it, he, he watched it. He was like, Jesus Christ. You know, so it was just, you know, so, I, and yeah, I, I totally get Desmond. He's a rookie. Of course he is. And of course he can get, he, I think he can get better. I think he will get better in the right system. And, and the, like when we've had folks argue with us about it, like, you know, why would you not play him this year? Well, it's a new regime. Like, you're going to tell me with of all the quarterback options that are out there, free agency and the draft, that they're going to say, you know what, we saw enough from Desmond in year one to to go with that. That yeah. makes no sense whatsoever. You know, like, I mean, you that's zero sense. Uh, it's, no. It sucks for Des, but because, like I said, I think he can get better, but I just, you know, it doesn't make any sense to, to for this current situation for that to work out. So, you know, and like I said, just watching the 22, it was just, you know, Yes, there were spacing issues with some of the routes and stuff like that, but there were sometimes there was just yeah throws that weren't taken or were taken or there was you know throws or, or just overthrown or underthrown or whatever. It's just you know it's just it didn't work out. But yeah, you know, your, your take on that? Yeah, I mean for me, like you know, my whole thing was like it's not how you start, it's how you finish, right? Because like I you know it was like we just got to get to the bye week or whatever and then figure it out, right? Like given the, yep. the ups and downs in the in the first half of the season. Um, and so for me, like it was all kind of like it all kind of came to a head for me with Desmond Ritter, as you say, because I was, you know, defending him through all that process in that yeah. second Bucks game in week 14, I think it was. Um, because it was like that to me was the game that was like set up for him to succeed. He had played reasonably well against the, the Bucks the first time. If you just uh-huh. discount the fumbles uh right. in the red zone and like outside of those three plays, he played, you know, that was one of the better games he had. Um you know, he did that on the road, and you know we know that he was much better at home than he was on the road throughout last season. So that second bit game was at at home, and just because of the injuries that Hefakas had on the offensive line, like you knew they probably, or you, at least I thought they probably weren't going to be able to rely on the run game as much. So it was going to be all on Desmond Ritter. And so for me, it was like this is the showcase game. If Desmond Ritter can get the job done this week. Like we're good, right? Like all all the ups and downs. It's like okay, it's uh, it all kind of came through in this week, and he didn't get the job done. And it just kind of, for me at least, took the wind out of my sails. For like, oh, okay, I guess this is not going to work out. And then the next week against Carolina, he made the boneheaded decision to throw the pick at the end, and it was like it was officially done at that point in time. And so, like for me with Desmond Ritter, like this is the thing I always say: like where you get drafted determines how many chances you get. If you're a first round yep. pick, you're going to get like a million chances, right? Yep. Sure. Like you can think of one of the biggest busts in recent memory for the Falcons, Jamal Anderson, right? Yeah, man. Did not do anything in mm-hmm. what, three years, four years, whatever, however long he was here in Atlanta. Nothing. Referring to the defensive end, not the running back. I, just right, in case right. anybody. Yeah. <laughs> not, the, yeah. yeah no, not, not Dirty Bird, you know. No. The Dirty yeah yeah (laughs) flat ass dirty yeah exactly (laughs) but then he went on to play like three more years elsewhere and it was just like there's nothing he did in atlanta Mm -hmm. that would make you think he was deserving of jenny i mean you can argue vic beasley was the same although at least vic beasley had that one year that you could justify but he got multiple chances elsewhere um i'm sure we can come up with a long list first round picks always get multiple chances so if you're a quarterback right mac jones is going to get opportunities yeah get opportunities Mm -hmm. right all these guys will continue to get opportunities in the league. Your third round pick, or pretty much anybody after the first round, you get one shot. You get mm-hmm. one shot to make the team. You get mm-hmm. one shot to start. You get one season to show what you can do. And mm-hmm. if you don't take advantage of that opportunity, right, you're not going to, the chances of you getting another shot 
or next to zero. And that's basically the situation with Desmond Ritter. He could turn out to be good in the future. Sure. Mm-hmm. As, as John said, like with time, with development, you know, I, I could see him turning into a Jacoby Brissett type of player, a Geno Smith mm-hmm. type of player, and down the road can start games and, and be a productive, good quarterback for some team. But like, he's not going to get that opportunity in Atlanta. And if he does start in Atlanta, it's going to be because the guy ahead of him or the two guys ahead of him potentially got mm-hmm. hurt or for reasons right. can't play. So it's just one of those things where it's like, for me at least, you know, I know a lot of folks, you know, I think there's like two camps. There's the, there's the camp of people that are like, Desmond still got it and we should still ride with him. And I'm just like, I don't think you guys are living in a, the real world. Mm-hmm. And then there's the camp of people that are just like, everybody who supported Desmond Ritter is an idiot and doesn't know what they're talking about. And it's just like, all right, guys, like, all of you guys just need to move on. You know? uh-huh. 100%. Uh-huh. We're in 2024. We're in the market for a new quarterback. Like, it's all about what we're doing now. It's not about what choices were made in 2023, uh-huh. where things went wrong, where things could have gone right. Like, we, we got we to get live in the present and, and for the future, not being so focused on the past. And I always butt heads with fans because I, I, I think there's a tendency because of our fandom and how passionate we are. And because, like, you know, this stuff matters, we tend to hold on to things in, from the past and rather than living in the present. And it's just like, mm-hmm. let it go. You know, <laughs> so that's what that's what just just move on and let it go. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. No, well, I, you have to be real about what your eyeballs see. And you might love the player. I I was going to tell y'all Matt Ryan was killing with the cults. And then I just had to be like, dog, this dude is not, he lost it a little bit. I get it was it a tear <laughs> drop from my eye, a single tear drop when I had to get on Matt. But you gotta be honest with you can't just be like, no, no, you can't just double down and triple down. You have to be honest about what you see if you love to play or not. Yeah, I think that's where folks got um some got upset with me because I was Desmond, 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 and I was like, No, this is not gonna work. And they were like, What the hell? And I'm like, a fan of the but team. Once that Carolina my, game, John switches whole. Oh, I was done. I was done. You couldn't defend it. That was it. I mean, and, and I, Aaron, we were at a, a watch party with like a bunch of other creators and folks. And I mean, you know, Big Low and other guy, you know, Uncle Steve and whatnot. And I lost my, I, mean, I didn't lose it, but I was like, you gotta be shitting me, man. Like, really? Yeah. Like, that's how this is going to end? Like, this uh-huh. is, you know, and so, but uh, John yeah, texted me. He, he was like, I'm fucking done with this. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was a rough way to go. That, that yeah, the way that went, it was just like it just felt like all you know whatever progress he had made, yeah. right? Regardless of wh- where you think it is, I know I know John uh-huh. Mike is like <laughs> it went down this way, and the rest yeah. of us like it kind of went up a little bit, yeah, yeah. a little bit, yeah. But it was just it, after those last couple of games, it was just like boom, like I don't yeah. I don't know, like it just felt like. It, it was broken at that point in time. And it was just like, okay, yeah, this, this is not going to end the way we thought it would. Right. And, and Mike and I, we were at the, uh, the Houston game and that was probably arguably his best game of the season. And, yep. uh, wow. and we were like, and we were like, man, okay, this dude. Okay. Like if we can put this together and then the whole problem was it just, he couldn't repeat it, you know, it couldn't yeah. be consistent with it, uh-huh. you know? And it's like, there was, there was too many, Oh God type of plays or decisions and not enough good ones, you know, and overall that throughout the season. And, and like you said, even that, that first Tampa Bay game, you throw away the, the, the fumbles Pat, like passing wise, he was pretty, pretty good. You're pretty efficient, you know? So, but it just wasn't enough, you know? And like that, and that's why I was trying to tell people later on, like in the season, I'm like, like my, my, we are fans of the team first. It's not necessarily the players. Like, and so I'm not just going to keep supporting it. Like I'm going to root for the guy because he's playing quarterback for our team. But like, I'm, I mean, I can't just 
ignore what I'm watching every week yeah. when I'm doing this film study on it, yeah. you know? And so it's, you know, I don't know what folks expected, but that's, that's kind of where it went. But um, anyway, enough of that. Uh, so Aaron, if you're looking at this, this off season, man, um, what would kind of be starting, I guess, with the quarterback, what, what's kind of your ideal situation? Like, what do, like, are we, are we drafting a guy? Do you want to go get one of the vets that's out there and it's to go with the edge wide receiver, just kind of all in all, like if you, if you just, if you could design how you, you want to lay it out, how would you do it? I mean, ideally you you, off the blank too. So we, whatever you say, we will clip it and we sending this to Mr. Blank. So go ahead. All right. Appreciate that. Um, I would like to see them draft somebody. Um, I'm good on the four quarterbacks. Like if they draft any of those four guys, I'd be happy with it. Right. It seems like the top three guys referring to Caleb Williams of, uh, USC, Drake May of North Carolina, and Jaden Daniels of LSU are going to go in some order, one, two, and three in the draft. That that seems to be the current buzz coming out of the combine. After I'm done talking with you guys, I got to record my own Lockdown Falcons. I'm going to talk about that. It seems like New England is locked in on taking a quarterback at three. And so that probably is going to kill any chance for the Falcons to trade up for one of those guys, uh, if that's the case. But, we'll, you know, we got eight weeks till the draft, so we'll, we'll all find out together. Um, that that's to me, the most fun thing about the draft is like, you don't know what's going to happen. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it's like being a kid on Christmas. You're like, Oh, what's mm-hmm. going to happen with, with these picks. And then inevitably for Falcon fans, it's, it's always disappointment on night. <laughs> just the initial reaction is always, Oh, that's what we're doing. You know? And then <laughs> the next day it's like, you know what? I thought about it and it makes mm-hmm. a lot more sense. I just, for me, it's just, it's always like the, the pre-draft hype is always hilarious to me. Cause it's like, all that's going to happen is you're going to build it up. Then you're gonna get disappointed, and then you're gonna uh-huh. go back to building it up. So just oh, skip, the, skip the, you know, just wait till yep. the end. And, and but, um, I think if the Falcons like settle for the fourth quarterback, which is JJ McCarthy out of Michigan, um, that's not gonna be sexy. That's not gonna be a popular pick. I think there's a path for JJ to be a good quarterback. I don't know if there's a path for him to be a great quarterback, but I think in terms of alternative options. You know, I'm not as high on Justin Fields as other people are. Like, I, I think he's fine, but I, like, I don't see him also being a great quarterback. Like, I, I think he can get better, but I, I don't know if he's ever going to be a consistent and reliable high-level starter in the league. Kirk Cousins has a high floor. Um, if you, you know, are comfortable with him, his age and his injury uh, coming off that, which is understandably why a lot of people aren't necessarily comfortable with that. I, I understand that. But like uh, at the same time, I, I think Kirk Cousins is probably the best bet if your goal is to make the playoffs this year. He's probably the guy that will give you the best chance of doing that. But in terms of long term, like I don't think you're winning a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. You're just he's just basically going to be Alex Smith with what Alex Smith was with the Chiefs a bunch mm-hmm. of years. Um, and so then you're just kind of like just stabilize it, and then we'll figure it out later. So for me, in terms of what I would like to see, that's why like I'm like draft a rookie. And just let's just roll with that guy and, and and hope that he develops. You know, again, the odds aren't in our favor. Like, and and that's kind of where I'm at, where I'm just like, you know, at least bet on the guy that I think a rookie, there's there's hope, right? Like that's the thing that you always have with a young player is is there's hope and optimism that like, hey, maybe this guy could be something. And so like that's kind of what I, I would like to see the team do, but honestly, I have no idea what they're gonna do. So we'll we'll see. Yeah. Cover, I'm at too. What about um, is there you think you think they go out and make a 
I would say a splash, but do you think they spend heavy on one player or do you think it's more likely they're going to go along and, you know, like kind of mass good players, you know, like multiple good players, but not really go. I think if they're going to spend, it'll be either for Kirk Cousins because he's, you know, the, the prices that people are throwing out there for what his contract could be, you know, 50 million guaranteed, 70 million guaranteed, 90 million guaranteed. I've heard, you know, mm. that that's a lot of money. Um, if not Kirk, I could see them going spending big at edge just because I think at the top of the draft, you have three really good players, but I don't know if you're going to be 100% sold on those guys, you know, especially given Terry Fontenot, presumably going with the best player available strategy. I don't know if one of those guys is going to be the, the best player available at the top of the draft. And then I think there's a, you know, at least based off of what I've seen, I haven't studied the entire edge class, but the next tier of guys below that, I think there's a big drop off there. Um, and so if you're going to want to make a, a impact and get that sort of double digit sack guy, right. If you're not going to get that guy at eight, I think your best chance of getting that is maybe going out there and signing a Daniel Hunter or maybe trading for a Hassan Reddick or somebody like that. And so if you do that, like that's going to cost you, you know, a, a decent sized contract. And so like that to me is probably the only um, other avenue where I could see the Falcons spending, you know, 50 plus million guaranteed on an, on an individual player. Um, but other than that, I do think they'll spend, but I don't think it's going to be, for the the bigger splashes, I think it's going to be more of those mid tier free agents. It's going to be more the Caden Ellis tier of free agents, mm-hmm. a bunch of those guys, as opposed to the Jesse Bates type of free agents. Yeah. Nothing yeah. sexy, all right. I want sexy, all right. I want Beyonce. I want Vanessa Hudgens. I'm I'm tired of like Kelly Price and Oprah, man. We got to do better at some point. Just go big well, or go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, uh, man. So, I'm, would you want uh, Russell Wilson, or is he out of the question for you? I mean, he's he's fine. I, he, you know, he's fine. <laughs> does not seem excited when he say he's just not, fine. It's just, that's great. It's just yeah. like Russ is Russ. I, like I, I'm not gonna say Russ is washed, but like I don't know if Russ can get it back to being one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Like I think where he is, like probably like the. 15th best quarterback in the league right now yeah. is probably what his ceiling is. Damn. From this point Woo-hoo! on. Because Russ is a player that, you know, his success in Seattle, a lot of it was just his ability to get out, out of structure and do all those crazy Austria. things and yep. flip it, you know, 40 yards down the field to Tyler Lockett and, and whatnot. And now that he's gotten older, he's he's not as athletic as he used to be. And so he can't really do that. And then when you ask him to play in structure, like he's just okay at it. And, and that's, that's kind of the problem. And so like, that's to me is I'm I'm like, there, there's a path for Russ where it's just like, okay, we're going to rent Russ for a year and we're going to draft somebody and we're just going to have Russ be the bridge. But like, to me, you're, you know, let's just say, I think Russ is closer to Marcus Mariota today than he is to old Russell Wilson. That's basically Shots fired, Russ. Man, I'd love to be proven wrong, but like that's that's just where I think he is at in his career. Good lord, man. I mean, he's better than Mariota. I want to make that clear, but I I just think yeah, you you put Mariota here and you put old Russ here. Yeah, Russ is a little closer to this side of the of the fence. 
-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Travis said, uh, I'm not a desbian, but Arthur Smith set him up for disaster from the beginning, making him the starter with zero competition to hurt him. Travis, I love you, buddy, but I'm going to disagree, man, and just say that actually helped him uh, to make him the starter with zero competition. Because if, I, to me, and I, Aaron, y'all y'all can give me your opinion, but like, you know, if you, if, if you'd had competition during, if they just said, okay, Taylor, you guys are going to fight it out, then they're both getting first team snaps. Uh, they're going to split those snaps. He's not getting as much work with the first team. He's not getting that confidence instilled in him as like, you are the guy, you are our guy. We're going to put out, you know, you, you, this is your team. This is your squad, all that. You know, I think that probably hurts him more than having to, to fight for it. I don't know. What, what's your call, Aaron? I agree. I agree. Like it's, you, it's funny because it's like you had both sides. You have the the side that is like he should have been competing. So that's the side of being like he would have been better if he had half as many reps. And then you had the other side, which is, well, he should have played more in the preseason. And that's the side that's basically saying, you know, he should have, I guess, double the reps or whatever. So it's like you, you can't really have both. I, I, you know, again, I think we can we can be critical and say, yeah, maybe getting a few more reps would have helped him. But I, I don't think. My personal opinion, I, I, I agree with you. I, I think having him in a competition wouldn't have helped him, right? Um, because you're you're reducing those reps. And I don't think, you know, 15 more snaps in the preseason against vanilla defenses are going to stop him from <laughs> throwing interceptions against complex defenses. Like, you know, but, yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah. Mike, I guess you probably agree no, with I that, don't you? I don't think he's good. I think he could have been on steroids. <laughs> he could have had – he could have had all the snaps. He could have he could have used steroid. He's he's not a good player. He he does not belong in the NFL. He didn't even prove if he, if you all are being honest, he didn't even prove he was a backup. He didn't even yeah. prove to be a competent backup, like somebody who could just be safe. He can come in the game and he won't turn it over. That's all you want your backup to do. Just just don't give it up. He can't even do that. No, he's not. He doesn't belong in the NFL. He belong at Home Depot. So if like women come and they get a whole lot of pain and stuff, he can help them carry it out. Off the blank, he own Home Depot. It's an easy transition. All right. Well, before people turn off, uh, the, the <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, um, Bradley said, "How many weeks do we expect Kirk to miss to start the season?" Um, I don't know, he was out there throwing the other day. I don't. I haven't heard it. Aaron. Are we thinking he's going to be ready to start the season? Or yeah, he'll go? be ready. I mean, the, yeah. the only question with Kirk is going to be: Is he? Is he going to miss OTAs coming off that right. Achilles? Yeah. Right. It's just right. like, you know, he'll he'll probably be there day one of training camp. Um, you know, unless there's a setback or something like that. But you know, he's he's busting moves on the uh, NFL honor stage. So was, I think man. I think he's 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 good to go. Maybe he had yeah. access to Aaron Rodgers' doctor or something. He got some like good mushrooms. Yeah, right. I don't know. He had the holistic. Exactly. My man, Chris, what's up? Yep. Um. Yeah, man. So uh, looking at the, the combine started obviously today and Padre, our buddy in the chat said, you know, the D linemen were tearing it up in the 40 and I, was, I, I got, I caught some of the three cone and um, yeah, I mean, there's some big dudes moving, man. Um, is there any, do you have any favorites in this, in this combine you're kind of looking forward to watching Aaron, anybody that stands out or are you kind of on the fence about this? Maybe, you know, might be a good fit. No, no, there's a, there's a lot of dudes I like, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the the three big edges, uh, Dallas Turner out of Alabama, uh, Jared Verse of Florida State, Laya Tulatu of, of UCLA. I like all three of those guys. If if the Falcons wound up taking any of those guys at eight, I would be happy. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. The, the interior D-line, I haven't really dove too deep into film, but there's a lot of good guys. I know Braden Fisk, the Florida State D-tackle, was at the Florida Senior Bowl, had a great Senior Bowl week. Tested really well. 
today. Uh, Mason Smith out of LSU. He was a player that I was very intrigued by preseason. I haven't really broken into the LSU defense. I've just been watching the offense with all the weapons they have there uh, this season. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Dwayne Carter out of Duke is another guy that was a senior bowl guy that, from what I understand, tested pretty well today. So there's a bunch of guys. Byron Murphy out of Texas, big fan of. Um, J- J- uh, Johnny Newton, I should call him, out of Illinois, another D-tackle, also a big fan of his game. He's very reminiscent of, of Grady Jarrett in terms of what he can do. So, uh, yeah. I, I agree. Dodgers look nuts. You got to put your balls on the table sometime. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And, and if y'all saw Byron Murphy, man, like he to be 300 pounds, whatever he was. I mean, like mm-hmm. he looks like a superhero. Like he looks legit. Now we've said the same thing about Chase Young. I mean, just kind of see what happened there. So, I mean, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. There's a lot of guys and uh, Devondre Sweat, we've talked about him several times. Um, I think his, I think his, they were kind of like not poking fun, but like his vertical was 25 inches. Was, the man is 366 pounds. Like he, that's pretty solid. He jumped two feet off the ground at 366 pounds. It's pretty, pretty good. Um, but he was, he was pretty impressive too. You know, and we, and we, if we're going to go to a three, four, you know, we do need a, you know, a bigger nose tackle. It wouldn't be so bad, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm recording every day so I can see it. Of course we'll be, we're going to, I think the quarterbacks are Saturday, right? Yeah. And, and almost all in, in, you know, the top three guys aren't going to throw. We already know that. And, Somebody, I think, it was last show before, and we I forgot to, to answer it, but they asked us, you know, why are the guys keep backing out like, of the combine? And it's really, I mean, it's to be honest, I mean, like the top guys, all they can really do is hurt themselves. I mean, like they mm-hmm. they've already got their, you've already seen what they can do in college. I mean, you've, they've got the tape. So I mean, it's like if they go to the combine, just happen to have a bad day, maybe that hurts their stock and they drop down. You know, like that's that's I wouldn't do it if I was a top three guy that I knew that. I mean, mm-hmm. Caleb Williams has already made twelve million dollars playing college football, like. Why is he going to go to the combine? <laughs> you know, so I mean, but that's that's pretty much it. But um, they will. I think Nix is going to throw. Um, I think Rattler is going to throw. Um, Penix will throw. Um, I think I, I, supposed to throw too. Yeah, is McCarthy okay? Well, I'll, that's good. I'll have to watch him because I haven't. Uh, you know, I keep. I've been doing these free agent things, so I haven't had time to really delve into a lot of guys. But that's one guy that keeps coming up, and I, I haven't seen enough of McCarthy. I've seen I've seen all kinds of opinions. I've seen he's like. Ritter 2.0. I've seen like, no, hell no. He's, you know, much better than that. He's an elite processor. I've seen that from certain, you know, NFL guys. And I'm like, damn, that's a very, like, that, that's pretty big difference if y'all are seeing those same things. So this is one guy I want to go watch and see how he might fit. But, um, buddy, you got something for Aaron, don't you? Oh, I got a game for your case. It's called Air Run Free Man. Okay. I designed this one specifically for you. Let's go, buddy. We're going to start with Air. Hey, Aaron, I need you to tell me something. I, I need you to give me a quarterback from the 90s who will fit into this offense for this season coming up that will fit most perfectly into our offense that would take us to the playoffs. The quarterback from the 90s, who you going with? Well, the, the first quarterback, when you said 90s, immediately Randall Cunningham jumped into my brain. Mm. And I'm thinking Sorry. of not the Eagles' Randall Cunningham, but the, the Vikings' Randall Cunningham. Oh, Okay. Dropping bombs to uh Chris Carter Randy. and Randy Moss, yeah, in in, in the late 90s. Ooh. So, I'm trying to think, is there a better? No, that probably works. That probably works. I love it. Randall coming, he the first one to say that. I love it. Okay, I'm, I'm still on air. I'm still going air. Hey, Aaron, I need you to give me a three person dunk contest that would be the best dunk contest in the history of the NBA. Who would it be? Three person dunk contest. Who you going with? 
Vince Carter. That's, that got to be in there. Oh man, I have I have I have no idea. I've not paid attention to the dunk contest in like a decade, so Me neither. I have I have no idea if there's like any current yeah. players that are great dunkers. Well, you can pick all of them; they don't matter. All, yeah. all of our guys would be like from the eighties and nineties. Um, yeah. You know, you know the Atlanta bias, Dominique Wilkins, Dominique yeah. and Vince. You got one more. Oh, it's a good one, Dominique and Vince. You got one more, Aaron. Come on. Oh man, I want to go with Spud, but like, um, I think I just have to go with Jordan. You know, Jordan, just Mike Jordan. Yeah, you know. Jordan, Dominique, and Vince. You heard it here first. Yeah, that I love that. So now we're going run. We're going air run. I need you to give me the best Atlanta Falcons running back of all time. And I don't mean in stats, but in talent. Who you going with and why? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> I was ready me, for you, Aaron. I was ready. No, part of me was just like, I'll say Bijan just – part of the brand you know but no um i feel like i gotta go with my guy jamal like he he, he literally carried the team to a super bowl so yeah you know, literally carry yeah yeah okay jamal anderson i love it okay i need you we still don't run i need you to give me the fastest player that you've seen in the in the football in like uh the speed um i don't mean on track or on the 40 but in game Speed, who's the fastest player you ever seen in our league for in-game speed? I mean, because I've seen him more recently, like, and I can, as an adult, I can gauge his speed. Like, Tyreek Hill's probably the right answer Ooh. I should go to. But Daryl Green. Oh, that. The fact that he was still, like, running, like, a 4-3 at, like, age 45 old, is, like, like, to me, like, just, like, then what was he doing when he was like 25? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like Daryl Green is, is probably the answer. But watching the Redskins. He was I was too young to really appreciate how like yeah. I knew he was fast, but same I couldn't here. really appreciate it, you know. The same here. Good one. So we got air run. Now let's go free. Free. I need you to earn number one free agent. If we could get anybody we wanted with no worry of the price tag, the number one free agent that you would grab for us or two. Well, if 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 we're including people that are probably gonna get franchise tagged, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm going Antoine Winfield. I feel like him mm. and Jesse Bates together be disgusting. Oh man, it would be incredible. You know, like, you know, I I know like everybody like you know you get the wide receiver duo, you get the the edge duo or whatever the cornerback duo, but I would love to see an elite safety duo and see what a defense Ooh. can do in nice. today's NFL with with. Arguably, what two of the top three to five safeties yeah. in the NFL? So Easily, yeah. I would, I would yeah. I'd be intrigued to see what you could do as a defense with those two guys. I love it. All right, so we still on free, Aaron. I need you to give me something free that you value, but it's free. <laughs> uh, what is free nowadays? You know, it's like air. Uh, air, man. Air. <laughs> love uh, is free. Encouragement is free. <laughs> I was gonna say water, but water ain't free. I don't um, know. Free. Mm. I, I, <laughs> maybe, maybe you're free, like you get free minutes anymore, like on your telephone. Like, no, <laughs> that's, no, that's not even a thing. nothing free no more. <laughs> no, um, the free samples at uh, at Costco and Sam's Club. That's what right. I love. And chicken, love and chicken. I love it. Okay, now we got air run free. Now we got man, man, Aaron. 
do you want to see us in man and three, four in zone? Like, what do you want us to play mostly next season? I don't know, man. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Like, do I have a preference in terms of what they want to do? I guess. I guess it's tough with the current personnel because you don't know who they're going to. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, like my my favorite thing is always seeing a great pass rush. So okay. if you can, if like, there's nothing better than a defense that can just get pressure with four guys right just like we're just yeah. we're gonna rush four we're gonna drop seven and mm -hmm. you can't stop us you know because we we got the four horsemen of the apocalypse uh mm -hmm. going so i would love to see that i don't know if there's quite the path to get there you know mm -hmm. with with who they can get so to me i guess the second best is just like hey we're gonna get after the quarterback and is we're just gonna spam blitzes all the time and you're never gonna see where it's gonna come so I love it Let's just dial it up. Let's just turn it up. Let's wink Martindale this thing and turn it up to 11. Yeah. Get after the quarterback. So I, I guess that would be my second choice. I love it. So last one, we got air run free, man. Man, Aaron, I need you to tell me, out of all the Falcons you've ever seen, who is the one Falcon that you would say that we uh, underrate as a whole? Like that dude is the man. That dude is the man. He's damn good, but he don't get the props because I guess he's not a superstar. He's not a big name. And he can be a, a old player or new player, anybody you want to go with. Well, my brand is Jonathan Babineau, so I'm going to stick with Babs. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Aaron Freeman, you, you come on, man. Out of your fucking mind. Give me my damn prop. Aaron go. Freeman. I love Beautiful. it. Great answers, buddy. Let's go. And Chris said Winfield or Buda Baker. Ooh, that's a good one, Aaron. That's good. Yeah, because Buda, Buda can play in the slot. You know, mm -hmm. I, I do love me some Buda Baker. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'll go, uh, I'll go Winfield Ooh. just because he's a little younger than Buddha at this point. That's I got it. you. Yeah. Okay. That's all. That's all. I, I, I do Steve. love you some Buddha. Uncle Steve, out of your falcon mind. I'm just not feeling the free agent route. I'm leaning to draft a quarterback or get Justin Fields or maybe a free agent. The QB market is very stale. Kirk caught the market at the right time. He did. That's right, man. And make sure y'all check out Uncle Steve, man, every week, twice That's a week. True. Dude brings great shows, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I you know, we talked about it on the shows. Like our and we're we're with you, Aaron. Like the same, we'd prefer go draft our guy. Just go drink, you know, we like this year, especially mm -hmm. with the guys that are there. You know, if you had the opportunity to do it. Um, you know, like I'm not gonna be mad either way. Like if they wanna if they if they wanna go grab a, a, a vet, whether it's Kirk or Russ or Fields, all right. I mean, that's I mean, less whatever. I got I mean, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna cry tears or be, you know, jump off through the ceiling either way. So I mean I just just want to win, man. I just want to win. It's got to be better mm -hmm. than last year. You know, that, that's the whole thing. You know, it's like mm -hmm. uh, Facebook users said, if we draft a quarterback and Ritter beats him out, or do we trade Ritter so that the problem won't happen? Ritter has no OC, no really quarterback coach. I don't know if you missed it. Oh, that's Desmond Ritter because he don't got no name. I'm telling you, bro, that's Desmond Ritter. He came up with a blank. Yeah, I don't know if you missed miss beginning of the show, man. We talked about that. It's like, uh, you know, and Aaron said the same thing. It, not that it really – that's kind of overblown in a way like you know he he was getting coaching he wasn't like blackballed by his own coaches he just mm -hmm. didn't play that well you know like and he was a rookie every That's person happen, on the but... staff was trying their best y'all so i don't want y'all to think he got rigged or everyone was trying their best it was no one on our staff that was trying to sabotage that man why would they do that why would lose. why would arthur try to like get himself fired on, by... yeah <laughs> come on i mean like he's, he's on, trying to like keep his job like it's yeah. not 
you know, he had enough faith in him to say like, okay, you're my dude. I'm going to roll with you, you mm-hmm. know? And I mean, yeah, and like I said, the, yes, the play column was weird. But like I said, if you go watch the, like literally go sit there and watch the all 22, watch every quarter, watch every play. You're going to come away going, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Like you'll watch the game on Sunday and be like, what the? And then you'll watch the film back and you're like, oh, okay, then I kind of get that now. That, that, that was, a, you know, this play wasn't blocked right or this play was, you know, this, this run, you know, run game wasn't working as well. Like you're going to see reasons that crop up. And yeah, you'll see a few boneheaded play calls for sure, but like, it wasn't the whole reason we were losing these games. Like y'all uh-huh. got to just get that out of your head a little bit. Um, all right, Aaron, we'll do this real quick and then we'll go on to uh, the mailbag question. So outside of QB edge and wide receiver, give me your top two or three needs. Um, Cornerback safety. And probably swing tackle. Mm. Did you see the uh, rumor mm. that we were possibly interested in Mecky Becton from the Jets? I I've been you know I, uh, last summer I was pushing for the Falcons to trade for, for I remember Becton. Um, yeah. I would love to see it. Him reunited with uh, Dwayne Lefford is his best football was mm-hmm. at Louisville with Dwayne Lefford. Mm-hmm. So um, you know I I would love to see it. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Um, so yeah, I agree with that. We, we've uh, I don't know I can't remember if you were kind of with like on with with Richie or against Richie um I, I've kind of I was on the Richie train for a long time I had to unfortunately hop off last year um and uh but I just couldn't uh, you know I, it was you know the, the Tampa Bay game did it for me that that K-Dot and touchdown I was yeah like, yeah dude come on man like it literally <laughs> had just one thing to do you just had to stay where you were like that's all you had to do mm-hmm. but anyway um yeah, I mean, I feel like you got to upgrade that position, and I, I yeah. like Helms. You know, I mean, being an Alabama guy, I love Helms, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's quite ready to jump into that spot. Like I, I told folks on the show last year, like he, pass coverage is not really his strength, and that's kind of what kept. That's why he was drafted a little bit lower uh, coming out of Alabama. Like he was a yeah. great tackler, can play great in the box, but he was never really good in coverage. So to see what he did in preseason kind of surprised me. I was like, oh shit, he may have gotten a little bit better. You know, that's which is great. You know, that's what you want to see. But I'm not ready to say, yeah, you, you start him like, you know, opposite of, mm-hmm. of Jesse. But I, I'm cool seeing him in some of those three safety looks. If you want to bring him down there, let him play some of that, I'm, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely on corner too, man. Like, uh, we, we got to figure out CB2. And I, I just did a, I just did the cornerback uh, free agent show, guys. If y'all haven't seen that one, I just dropped it a few days ago. And I gave a few options that are out there. And I don't know how there's, some smoke around the hole. We may we're interested in trading for Snead now that KC is has franchise tagged him. Yeah, um, seen that too. It, it it doesn't make a lot of sense to I, me because I'm just like I, I said the same thing. Yeah, I, is he going like, to be a CB two? Like I don't. Yeah, know. you know, and like you gotta if because Casey Casey's going to ta- tag him right, and then right. they might trade him. But like yep. usually, like if you're going to do that, you're going to give up a first round pick mm-hmm. to get a franchise guy. So right. we're going to give up the eighth overall pick to get the Jerry Sneed, and then we're going to pay him a bajillion dollars. And then are we also going to pay AJ Terrell? Or are we just done with AJ Terrell now? Or are we going to have the two the most expensive cornerback room in the league? Which I'm not against. It's just I don't see that. It, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Why the Falcons would do that? That's that's all. It's just mm-hmm. pay, pay pay AJ and you know figure it out. You know the, the other mm-hmm. spot. You know I don't I don't mm-hmm. think you have to go out there and trade your your premium draft assets for legerious need i think you can find some options mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm with you man i'm with you so all right we'll get to the mailbag mike do you have anything else before we jump on the mailbag no no 
You good, buddy? All right. So, first question from our boy Alberto from 95 Sports. Alberto. 95 North Falcons Talk Show. There we go. He said, are there any current players you feel will fall out of favor with the new coaching staff? And also, please tell Aaron that he is my hero. So, Appreciate that. There you go. Uh, Aaron, what do you – with the current guys are there, any guys you think will fall out of favor? I mean (laughs) – Probably all all the people that you think like you know all, all the all the guys that were drafted under Arthur Smith that aren't first round picks that haven't if they don't you know produce this year yeah they're gonna go by the wayside that's that's what happens like you know like you saw this with Arthur Smith when like we drafted Jalen Hawkins and then we drafted Demarco Hellams right and it was like the minute Demarco Hellams came on the team that was like shots across the bow for Jalen Hawkins you saw mm-hmm. you know I'm, sure, I'm, I'm blanking on probably some other players that we drafted that it was like, oh, clearly he's replacing this guy. So, you know, when we get to day three of the draft, like some of these picks, if you're like sitting there going like, oh, we drafted the player, but we just drafted another player at that spot like a year or two ago. Yeah, that that player that from a year or two ago is is probably going to get pushed out the door at at some point. So that's usually what happens. It's it's the day three guys that really suffer from – coaching changes because they were already just kind of barely hanging on anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we could, you know, it, it could be literally anybody who's not an entrenched start, like basically everybody that's not like great Jared, Jake Matthews and Drake London, mm-hmm. you know, could, you know, could be shown the door in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And Q Lavender said, true QB coach was the wide receiver, which is hilarious. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, no, look, no, look, don't get me wrong there. I'm, we all agree that it was right for Smith to part ways. Like uh, there was other reasons, not just a play calling that I thought <laughs> they needed to move on. It just, it wasn't going to work, but yeah, that was, that was definitely, I mean, I'm glad to see TJH back coaching mm-hmm. the packs when he was supposed yeah, to do. Yeah. Um, all right. From Jay, he said, uh, he's got three questions. Actually, I think he had another one too. Uh, what free agent Rams player will be a Falcons next year? We'll start with that one, Aaron, any idea? I, I got a couple uh, of mine, but probably the same as yours. If you probably Jordan Fuller, the safety, he's probably the guy I probably put the most money on. Yeah, that's what I want. Yep. So it was like, uh, probably a couple of guys that are ex Rams, like uh, Greg Gaines, the nose tackle, Ashawn Robinson, the D lineman. Maybe they bring in Taylor Rapp, the other safety that was there. Uh, Leonard Floyd, maybe, uh, is now with Buffalo, but was with the Rams. So, you know, I think we, we could see a bunch of Rams, especially on the defense side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I thought uh, on the maybe a Keller Witherspoon. He had yeah a good uh, good half of the. I mean, he he came. I mean, second half of last year was he played really really good ball. Um, first half was okay, but it basically he ended up the season with his best year of his seven year career, and that was you know obviously with Raheem. And he's a bigger. If y'all don't know who he is, he's six foot three, hundred nine. I mean, he's a bigger corner. I mean, like he's mm-hmm. uh, you know wouldn't be bad to have him opposite of, of AJ. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't. Uh, I kind of feel that um, I know I saw Millie Mills say keep Okuda. I, I don't think that's going to, I mean, maybe the man, I just don't, I mean, I was, I was rooting like hell for him and he's played well to start the season. He just kind of, after that injury, never really seemed to get his footing. And then we saw Phillips out there and I don't know that it was really, uh, he just can't seem to stay healthy. It just sucks. Like it's his, it's a short career that he's had. It's like every year, like some, something crops up that seems to, to hurt him. And I mean, for a cheaper pay, Maybe you bring him back, but I don't know. I, I doubt it. What do you? What's your call? Yeah, I mean, if it was up to me, I'd probably try to bring him back on, a, on another like one year cheap right. prove it deal for like three or four million or something like that. And mm-hmm. you know, with the idea of 
maybe drafting a guy in the draft or whatever as my sort of insurance policy in the event that he gets hurt. But in terms of the likelihood of that happening, it, it does seem like, you know, that ship has sailed. Yeah, I agree. And Chris said, I'm not the only one who feels that Sneed may just have been so successful due to the scheme. Someone taught me out of it. Mm-hmm. Aaron? I mean, I, I think Sneed's real good. I, you know, I, I'm not studying the Chiefs every year, but every time we watch them in the playoffs the last couple of years, I, I see LeJarius Sneed making plays. So I feel like he's good. I don't know if he's like first round pick and 20 million a year good. Uh, you know, right. I, I don't know about that, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think he's a, a really good uh, corner. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that it was. And that's I think uh, when we were talking about it, Chris, when Aaron, I, I, I don't know that we see him as like a true CB two because he was he he does a lot of things. Like he in a lot of, he played most of the time in the slot, you know, yeah. in nickel, and he but he would he would blitz, he would a lot. He would come on pressures. Um, I mean, but he was really good in coverage too. So I, yeah, he's kind of he did he did he did a lot of things for that for that defense. So like I don't um, I don't know. This would be tough. How it would translate. Uh, and yeah, Cooper Design. If y'all haven't seen this guy, I don't think he's gonna test at the the, the combine because we have we have an injury. But he might be the first white corner we see uh, since uh, like Jason Seahorn <laughs> to come out and actually actually do some stuff. That could be uh, it. Could be crazy to watch. From what I hear, he was like the Troy Anderson of Iowa in terms of like Basically. a high school athlete that he just like broke all the high school records or whatever, like mm-hmm. Troy Anderson did for Montana and whatnot. So. Um, people thought he was going to test really well, but unfortunately he's, he's hurt. So we'll, we'll see what he does with his pro day a little bit later this all season. Yeah. Same. He, they asked him, I think what, what he preferred. He's like, I don't really care. I'll play outside. I'll play inside. I'll play safety, whatever they want me to do. I'll play. And I'm like, all right, that's a good answer. Um, Oh yeah, of course. Oh man. Cause he's talking to Iowa. Then you talk about a fast white dude. Tim Dwight was the truth. <laughs> yeah, he was. Um, all right. And they also said, what surprise cuts do you see coming? If any? Surprise cuts? You know, I, I feel like Heineke's getting cut. I don't think that's a surprise. Mm-hmm. I feel like Mike Hughes is probably getting cut. That's probably yep. not a surprise. Um, Lorenzo Carter's potentially going to get cut. I don't think that would be a surprise. I mean, maybe Adeogandeji, but like they might carry him to k- camp and then cut him in camp like they did with I Michael Walker. He was still here. Yeah. Jeez. So, damn, John. That you would be a surprise. Too, really because John forgot he was on the team. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I did. I just, yeah. Um, I mean, and well, I'll ask my own question. Uh, do you think Malone going to get a chance to get on the field with this? Please. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. We'll see yeah. if they, uh, how much investments they make at, at edge. Um, I think, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think so. Nathan said, if they go get Sneed, does AJ stay or go? I think AJ probably stays. Um, I don't, I don't know you. I don't know why you trade him out, uh, but. So hold on for a minute. I do have one for you, Aaron. I got a good one for you. Out of all the young players I'm about to name, I want you to tell me who who can grow to be the superstar. If you had to bet on one, would it be Troy Anderson, uh, Clark Phillips, or Malone? Who do you think if they give them the proper tooling and they give them the playtime, they will show up and show out? I like Troy's upside a lot. Um, Okay. I don't know if he's going to get there, but if I was going to bet on any of those guys, I'm sure. like, he's he's the guy I would bet on. I love it. Jay's last question said, what do you think uh, about the NFL possibly going to the XFL kickoff rules next season? And for y'all that don't know, they're, they're, uh, they're tossing it around. And for y'all don't know what that rule is, basically, and I'm just going to read it for you so you understand. Uh, 
under the pro- proposed rule, the kickoff would move back to the 30-yard line. The receiving team would line up at the 30 with the remainder of the kickoff team on the 35. So they're five yards apart. That's where they start. The only players that can move prior to kickoff are the kicker and the returner. So basically, and the other players can't move until the returner catches the ball. So basically, it's reducing all the high-speed collisions, and they're, you know, they're the guys. So I went, you know, if you've watched the XFL at all, it's it's kind of I me. Mean, I I didn't mind it actually. Like you, it's kind of cool. Like mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't hate it personally. Um, but it said that this would ensure that we wouldn't see players colliding at full speed, uh, with the majority of the gunners and blockers making contact before reaching their top speed, more akin to normal play. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with it to be honest with you. Like it's kind of the kickoffs kind of like doesn't exist anymore anyway. It's mostly touchback. So yeah, I mean I'd be fine with that. Mike? Yeah, I mean if yeah, I was just gonna say yeah, just take it out. Yeah, I mean if if <laughs> if yeah if. If kickoff still going to be part of the game, do something that's going to make it part of the game rather than what yeah. it is right now, where it's just like, all right, pee break, kickoff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. like you don't. Yeah, it's just a formality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and a question from JW Odom. He said, if the Falcons are to move up in the draft, what player do you see being traded in the deal? Also, what are some of your favorite movies? Huh, that's that's different. All right, so if we, what player would you see being traded if we move up? I don't, I don't see the file. Like I, I know there's been a lot of proposals about like AJ Terrell and Kyle Pitts and whatnot. Like I don't see the Falcons giving up good players to move up in the draft. Like they're going to give up picks and that's it. Uh, if they're going to do that. Um, I'm like, I don't even know like who's trade. I mean, like, I don't, I don't either. I, I kind of agree with you. I think it's just gonna be picks. I don't, I can't see yeah, you it, it will be giving picks. away talent. Yeah. No. Favorite movies, Mike? Favorite movie come to mind? A Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh, really? Quentin Tarantino, don't miss. Anything Quentin Tarantino, huh? What you got, Aaron? Anything. Uh, man, Inglorious Bastards. Still Quentin one. Tarantino. Good one. Oh, man. I always hate answering this question because, like, what? I always feel like you got to say something that, like, it, it, it that it, agree you, with. you know, you know? And it's just like... You know, for a long about time... To say, like, you about to say like uh freaking like some love story, aren't you? <laughs> no, I mean I, I guess the movie, if if I'm basing it off of the movie I can watch anytime it's on, every time it's on, it's probably yeah, coming sure. to America. Oh, that's a great one. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's, a great that's, one. Hilarious. that's a good one. Yeah, I can go several ways. I can go, I mean, Tombstone's one of my all-time favorites. Um oh man, uh trading places. I, I I we have to watch it every single year at Christmas. It's like my all-time favorite one there. Um Man, like a gladiator from back in the day it was yeah. solid. I just saw Oppenheimer this weekend. That was really damn. It's three hours long. So if you want to watch I'm it, like, prepare, that's the only really reason I haven't good. seen it because it's, it's yeah. like it's I really good. But it's to have to watch this movie, you know. Yeah, I had to do it in separate settings, but it was yeah, it was good. But uh, <laughs> any anything with Killian Murphy, and I'm gonna watch. To be honest with you, because yeah, mm-hmm. after yeah, he's he's one of my favorite actors. But uh, all right, so on to the next one. So we're doing pretty good on time here. All right, um, and Jay, another one from Jay said, uh, "What would be one move?" Uh, good or bad, that would make that the Falcons would make to have you questioning your fandom, <laughs> dude. If they haven't, if we're still here, I don't think that if uh, we could possibly make a move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I ain't gonna lie. If if they started Desmond Ritter, I would be furious. But when Week One came, I would be in full support. I'd be furious <laughs> until your, Week One, and then I would tell you we going to the Super Bowl with Desmond Ritter. There you go. There you go. Um. Stay consistent, Mike. I appreciate that. Yep. <laughs> when the season starts, I'm all in. Every I'm every year. In. Every year. I don't I care it. who it is. It could be biscuit yeah. at quarterback. I'm gonna be saying we win the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, um, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, I think you know after twenty to three, it's just like I'm, I'm here. Like I'm I'm not going anywhere. I'm gonna I'm gonna complain the entire time, but I'm exactly. I'm not going anywhere. So yeah. I don't think there's. You know, I'm always questioning my Falcons fandom. Like, why did I make this choice when I was eight years old? You know, <laughs> but like in terms of like getting off the bandwagon, I don't think there's a move that I, I was talking to some people that were listeners of Lockdown Falcons, and they were like, if they took Bo Nix at eight, uh, the Oregon quarterback, they would be out. And I was like, sure, like I would hate that move, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll see how if it works out. Hey, you know, hey. like, yep. I'm at a point where it's just like, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna complain a lot. That's what I do. Yeah. That's why I'm here. You know, I just complain about the Falcons. But you know, I, I don't think there's any move that they can make that I'm out. Uh, yeah. If you can leave your team, you're not a real fan. I don't care if you can just say I don't like something they're doing, so I'm switching teams. You you're not a real fan. That is not real fan. No, you say needs out of your Falcon mind. It's on the website. I don't know what the website is because I'm a poor representation of the brand. But I know we got a website. I know you can order it, but you will have to ask. Hang on, John hang on, hang on, hang on. I got you right there. Scrolling across the bottom of the screen. There you just look there at that, go. John. That, that's Aaron Freeman. Like, we got that from Aaron. See how quick that was? I'm telling you, man. I got a long ways to go to catch up to that, man. But long um, ways, but we coming. Appreciate <laughs> it. Um, I'm gonna be honest, Mike. I love it. Um from Travis, our boy Travis. He said, uh, who are your top three edge targets, free agents or the draft? If you oh, I got to hit this all Aaron. together. I, I got to hit this from Aaron. Go. I mean, I was part of uh, Josh Uche gang when he came out in the draft. So I would love to get to circle back to that. You know, I, I know a lot of people are like, they wanted us to draft fields and they want us to get fields now. And I'm like, hey, this is the time to get all your old draft takes. I'd be like, we should have drafted this guy. So Josh oh, Uche from the Patriots. Um would be probably my preferred free agent option. Um, draft wise, I, like I'm a big Dallas Turner, and I mean I, I like all three of the top edges in this draft. Yeah, right. Sure. Like watching the film, I I came away liking Liatu Latu, the UCLA uh, edge rusher, more. But then at the Senior Bowl, I was a little underwhelmed. So I'm just like, okay, like Turner and, and Verse made up ground. So I'm at a point where like I'll take all either any one of those three guys, and you know they all work for me. Yep, love I'm with you. I love I'm with it. you. Um, Myler said, uh, I would very much like to hear Mike and Aaron do a segment on the importance of being humble. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Hey, look, Aaron, if you don't know Myler, man, he. Uh, Number one, he what did he do? He had the uh, he he basically drank the Bijan mustard, like literally had the Bijan mustard out in front of Lambeau Field yeah. with his out of your Falcon mind stuff on, videotaped it, put it on there. Got and he lives in Wisconsin, obviously, so got the ire of all Green Bay. Like, I mean, just they were completely pissed with him. And then we put him he, in the Hall he, of Fame, yeah, yeah, we put him in the Hall of Fame. And then he's <laughs> he said, uh, he they they put the Falcons put the the Bijan's cleats on there to uh, to give away and he was like hey if I win them I'll drink Bijan mustard out of the cleats and they gave it to him okay okay so now, so now it's gonna come through so yeah pretty I damn funny it. yeah man um all right so let's see got a few questions here tonight April said do you think Justin Fields coming home um so if y'all haven't seen the video and I don't even know if it's, I guess it's real. I guess his agent posted it and like it shows Justin jumping up and down and you hear somebody sounds, say something that sounds like you ready to come home or you're coming home or something like that. I don't know. I honestly, I mean, like Aaron said earlier, <laughs> no clue. I, I mean, 
Well, I, I did I did some deep diving, and apparently that video is him pretending to be high school football players before the kickoff. And then so someone took that video out of context and changed uh, it internet. to make it seem like this is um, him reacting to yeah. him getting traded to the Falcons. Similar to, you remember when the, we go into the coaching search and someone posted a video of Bill Belichick at Chick-fil-A? Yeah, that was like five years Florida. ago. Florida. Yeah. Like that was like four years ago in, in mm -hmm. Boston or someplace like that. So yeah, yeah, the yeah. internet, man, is like, yeah, <laughs> undefeated in terms of that really like, is just completely it's like hey mm -hmm. here's a thing and people are like hey that's a thing and then it's like you come to find out like that's not the thing that mm -hmm. you think it is no nah, man we did uh you know when our we do the underrated overrated on our show and like uh, oh, about a month ago i said look but y'all sources is overrated like anytime y'all see sources say like just chill yeah. like don't even i yeah. mean you can read it but don't like start retweeting it and getting all excited or all pissed off or whatever it might be like yeah. it's best just to chill and wait man mm -hmm. um but yeah so april not sure i mean uh, who who knows? Uh, Boogie said, "What about Spencer Rattler?" I like Spencer Rattler. He would be one of my preferred options in the. We got a veteran who, bridge or whatever, and then we're mm. just gonna take a flyer on a quarterback in the third round and hope it works out. You know, better than it worked out with Desmond Ritter. Rattler, I think, has legit ability. Um, you know, there's certain things he's got to clean up about his game, but I think he's 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 a good football player. So, you know, I, basically, I'm at a point where it's like, you know, they draft any of these quarterbacks. Like, I'm gonna have a different opinion on them, right? Like, I'm gonna like some guys more than the other one, but like at the end of the day, it's like you just need to take swings at the quarterback position, yep. like because like the truth of the matter is, the odds that you hit on a quarterback are so yep. low that you just have to just keep swinging, mm -hmm. and so. At a certain point, it's just like, just take a swing and we'll see if it works out. Hopefully it does. You hope you have the supporting cash. You hope you have the coaching staff and you hope the player, yeah. you know, you can all develop all that stuff. But like at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, I'll, 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 I don't know if there's a quarterback that they could draft that I'd be like, this is a terrible pick. It's just right. going to be like, yeah, I would have preferred that other guy, but it is what it <laughs> yeah, is. It's fine, exactly. Right? And our boy Chris from A1 Sports or Forever Sports said, is there a dark horse you guys see that could steal Justin from Atlanta, from under Atlanta? I've seen Broncos. I've seen Raiders. Yeah, I say Broncos. I, I don't – who knows? I don't I don't. Really I mean, know. It, I was talking about this the other day on Lockdown Falcons. Like, it doesn't seem like <laughs> – like, no one seems to be, like, gung-ho on Justin Fields at this point. That's why, mm -hmm. like – I don't know if he's going to get traded soon. Like I, I think, I think it's gonna. It might be a situation where someone's going to strike out elsewhere. Like someone's not going to be able to trade up. Someone's not going to like I the quarterbacks. Someone's not going to sign Kirk Cousins, and then you're going to be like, "All right, well, we'll take Justin Fields now." And like, so I, I don't think the market is going to be as robust for him as I think people project. I think ultimately he will get traded to somebody. But it's going to be whatever team doesn't he, – he's going to be the plan B or whatever. He's going to be the rebound. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know where he's going to wind up. That's that's because that, I think, depends on on what happens with, with that. Agreed. Uh, Oblivion said, why is no one talking about Baker Mayfield for any team? No. I haven't I haven't heard anything outside of the Tampa Bay said they weren't going to um, to franchise him, right? I think that's what I saw. Yeah. Um, so – 
I honestly wouldn't hate him on this team after last year and uh, his experience with Zach Robinson, the short time amount of time that he had there with the Rams looking like out. I, I think you could do worse. Um, but I, again, I, I think I saw an estimated four year, $120 million. I, I don't know if I'm ready to do that. Yeah. That, <laughs> but, that was my thing with Baker Mayfield. Like at the price he's probably going to make this year. I don't know if I'm, I'm there yet. Right. It's just like, yeah, you're right. Like you could do worse than Baker Mayfield, but I feel like you could do better too. You know, if you're going to spend that type of money too. Yeah. Um, so like most of it has been the expectation that he's going to resign in Tampa Bay. So I think a lot of people are just sort of assuming that he's not going to be available when, when push comes to shove, but I don't know. Well, I think Baker, like for me, Baker is like after, after fields, after cousins, after fields, after Wilson, I think Baker's in the mix there, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, all right, last couple, and then we will move on. K-Swag on YouTube said, if we don't trade up, who could you see us realistically taking in the first round? Alt, Neighbors, Turner, Arnold, Verse, Latham, anybody else, if we don't trade up to, I guess, get a quarterback? Um, I, Dude, I honestly uh, – Nothing would surprise me. I mean, I, I, if we took a wide receiver, I know folks will lose their mind, but if we took, uh, you know, neighbors at eight or something like that, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I, alt, if you want to go ahead and upgrade your tackle position, I, I wouldn't be shocked there either. Um, any of the pass rushers, not at all, because obviously that's a need. Um, nothing would blow. Honestly, I don't do that. There's not really a, a pick there that I'd be like, oh my God, like, what are you doing? You know, I mean, maybe corner, but I mean, I know, I know there's some good corners, but maybe, I don't know. We'll, we'll see you. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if they if they get a veteran quarterback, I think wide receiver shoots up to the top of the list, right? Like if they get Justin Fields or Kirk Cousins, like I feel like you 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 want to bring in another weapon in to to get those guys, uh, you know, to maximize whatever window you have with them. Um, if it's not a quarterback, uh, I think you know edge is obviously a position. I think corner potentially is an option. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of waiting to see what they do in free agency at corner before uh, we uh, go down that path. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think the sky's the limit. Like tackle would be probably the one surprise move if they if they did that. Um, yeah. But outside of that, I think quarterback, cornerback, wide receiver, edge, and maybe even D tackle with like Byron Murphy or somebody like that. You know, mm-hmm. are all I think on the table at, at this point. It, it, you know, that's the thing. Free agency, man. Like you're gonna you're gonna cross needs off the list, and so like exactly that's why like for me like I don't I don't I don't get too caught up on what we're gonna do in the first round until we get through free agency, and it's like then we'll then we'll be able to maybe focus a little bit more on what we're gonna do because we we spent some money you know at some of those positions across some of those needs off. Yeah, I don't even do a lot of mock drafts um, <laughs> until after free agency because I mean I don't you know know what's, what direction we're gonna go in. Um, and his second question was, what receivers are y'all uh, feeling in the draft for us? Um, and there's a lot of receivers. There's a lot. Of, this is a pretty deep one. Um, any, any couple of guys stand out for you? I mean, I love I, the LSU guys. Yeah, I love right. the LSU guys. I love Malik Neighbors. Yeah. Like he, he's incredible. Yeah. Brian Thomas is great. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Lad McConkey fan out of Georgia. Um, I haven't, I haven't done it too deep a dive on the like. My plan is probably next week. I'll I'll, I'll do a deep deep dive on the wide receivers and, and go through like 20 25 guys film to sort of stack my own board. So I haven't mm-hmm. done that yet, but in terms of, you know, I, I, there's a lot of guys that I, I like. 
basically. Agreed. And last one for, uh, says uh, from Boltville. He said, yes, a Chargers fan that follows you guys after you all doing the crossovers with the Bolt Bros. Shout out to the Bolt Bros. Bolt Bros. Uh, any who, who would y'all feel, how would y'all feel about trading up for the Chargers in the draft? Who would you guys want at number five? And what would you be willing to trade in order to move up? Can't wait till the content comes out when we play you guys next season. A lot of Chargers fans are considering going to Atlanta. Besides the strip clubs, can you suggest your top three things to check out? And must try food restaurants. Thanks, fellas. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna tell you right now, buddy. We're gonna catch. We'll, we'll catch the places to check out as we get closer to the game. Because well, mm-hmm. well, I'm sure we're gonna do another crossover with the Bull Bros. So we'll give you some nice spots to hit. Uh, Mike will hit you up with all the great strip clubs that you can go to. And, I, uh, all the ones you you already know what I was thinking of. I wasn't even gonna say it, but thank you, Johnny. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Uh, I can find all the nice restaurants and stuff like that that you want to go to, and then uh, Michael have you covered uh, on the other spots. Um, yep. Yeah, I'd be, I mean, I'd be interested going to five. Um, you know, I don't, again, I don't want to give up, like Aaron, we just said, I don't really want to give up, like, just a really talented player to move up. You know, that's the whole thing. Um, I don't know. I don't, I mean, now, Aaron, what do you think, buddy? I mean, yeah, I'd be interested in trading up for a quarterback and, and probably only really one quarterback in particular, just because um, that would be Drake May for me. Um, I, I feel like, you know, I'm assuming Caleb Williams is going number one. So I don't think he's going to be an option. And if somehow Drake may was to fall to five and someone else wasn't able to trade up to get him, then I would be, you know, calling the chargers and, you know, offering Jim Harbaugh, whatever he wants, all the lap dances he needs, you know, in order to get (laughs) up to that spot to get Drake may. All the cold cash he needs for all those khakis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whatever he wants. Um, and Nathan said, "What post the SI story about Blank wanting Cousins? Yeah, I, I, I saw it briefly um, that he was a fan of co- I, dude. I don't take. I guess take it all with a grain of salt, man. Just uh, mm-hmm. sit back and watch and see what happens, man. Um, we're gonna find out in like two weeks. We sure are. Yeah. Yep. You know, all right. So we're gonna trade for Cousins, trade for Fields, sign Cousins, sign Russell. You know, mm-hmm. or they're yep. gonna, you know." bring in Carson Wentz and then we're like, Oh, they're drafting a quarterback. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Hopefully what's up, buddy. The illustrious. Hopefully. Yep. Um, all right. The Jolly Green Giants, my new favorite though. Like that's, that's my new favorite. AKA really. <laughs> like after you added that one in there, I'm like, that's perfect. Um, all right. So we're going to end the show with this. We got about 10 minutes, man. Um, the, we, we started, like, I don't know if Aaron, if you've seen, we, we did a, a new game just called like, you know, I mean, I was wondering, you know, and so we would figure we would just kind of dedicate this one to you. Uh, so fans can kind of figure out like, Hey man, like Aaron, I was wondering, man, if you weren't lo- hosting locked on Falcons, what would you be doing? Um, I'd be happy. Cause I wouldn't be miserable. Oh, damn. Being a <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Be happy. I'm kidding. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Um, I don't know what I would be doing. I'd probably just be in a, I don't know, have some office job, you know, just complaining to yourself about the, yeah, just like, you know, going to Chili's for happy hour. You know, I don't know. Just, just being the most normal, regular, boring person ever. So that's that, but I do, I do a podcast. So it's just like, so that leads into mine. And I was wondering what did Aaron Freeman do when he's bored? When, when Aaron, when, when the show is done, you have no, no research to do. The show has been done, but you got some time. You were bored. What is Aaron Freeman doing? I mean, this time of year, I'm just grinding film. So um, I don't I don't really have free time. Some of the things I try to do, you know, I got one of those like adult coloring books and that like, you know, I, yeah. I can kind of zone out there and, and just color, you know, like a child, you know, like, but it works. Um, 
cooking also is is something that can you know get me into a zen mode um yeah that's oh i i play one of those um stupid um mobile games it's like a lumber ink or something like that where you just like chop trees and and then like <laughs> you gotta sell them to like the sawmill or something like that sucks yeah. you in. and oh, it's like I, like I had to i had to do when i got suspended from twitter like i needed something to, to fill my free time on the phone <laughs> I like I couldn't get immediately addicted to other social media. Like I'm on TikTok, but like TikTok is dangerous because you can get sucked in for like oh, six dude. hours on TikTok. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And like I'm on Reddit, but like you know Reddit can also be kind of dangerous too. So mm-hmm. like I was like I need something else because I got this phone, I got this device. So I just started playing this mobile game, right? Or no, what happened was I started doing crosswords. And they kept advertising this this game, and I was like, "This game looks weird. Let me check it out." And I'm, I'm addicted now, so it, it is what it is. I love That's it. That's hilarious, man. All right, um, what any song or artist in your playlist that might uh, surprise a few folks? Ooh, I know there's a good answer for this. You know, I'm a '90s kid, so I, I do love me the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, okay. Love, I was just listening to it earlier. Okay. That's that he had flea is the reason one of the one of the two reasons I started playing bass, like without a doubt. Yeah, Mike, go ahead. I, I got one. I was wondering, Aaron Freeman, give me a conspiracy theory that you 100% believe in, dude. This could go down a really deep hole, man. We, we got enough time for this. <laughs> Ooh. I think the Secret Service killed JFK. I love it. So man, well, like we're canceled. So I just want y'all to know it was good when seeing y'all, and it was good for one sixty three. We will not be back for one sixty four. If I get sniped in my car, it was Aaron. Hey, Aaron, my dad actually worked for the CIA, and like during the sixties and Mm seventies, so he has his opinions too, which I will also keep to myself. So (laughs) love it though. I I like the Secret Service theory. I, I, you know, I think. You know, basically, in the nutshell, the theory is that the Secret Service members got sauced the night before. They were a little mm-hmm. hungover. And when the shots first rang out, one of the guys had a little itchy trigger finger and reacted. And that's the magic bullet that blew out the yeah. back of Kennedy's head. Yeah. So I, I, I buy that theory. That's the one crazy conspiracy theory that I buy. Yep. Uh, I dug it. All right, man. One more for me. Um, I was trying to sub between. I got a couple here. Um, all right, if you okay, well, I'll, I'll make it. I'll make it two questions. All right, number one, do you have a favorite sport outside of football? Do you watch in, 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 in like MLB, pro sport, call whatever? Um, and also, if you were stuck on an island for a month, what food do you? What food could you eat? You only eat one food, but what could what, what could that be? I do not like. I, I'm so focused on football that I, I just do not have the time for any other sports. That's my um, buddy. <laughs> I'm trying to think like. What could I get into? I if I if I was I would get into like a weird sport, like I'd get in like curling or something, you know, something just random. Um <laughs> like a cornhole. Yeah, you cornhole know, on ESPN. Yeah, it would just be like it would just be some random sport, like, oh yeah, you know, locked on cornhole or something like that, you know. Um probably don't Google that. It's probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> that was a good one, John. <laughs> um what food? Yeah. 
you're stuck for a month. You only eat one food. What you what could you deal with? I mean, the the intelligent answer is to say like a potato because you can prepare potatoes in like a million different ways. Mm-hmm. You get all your essential nutrients and all that stuff. But in terms you of get, like, you get tired of potatoes in like one day. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. I, I don't like potatoes like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. um, hmm, what, what, probably just I don't know, chicken or something like that. I don't know. There you go. Stereotypical, uh-huh. just chicken. Just give me. Uh, so i got one last one for you aaron i got one for you uh aaron freeman who who mostly out of, out of your life it could be a um it could be uh like an athlete a star or somebody in your family who mostly inspired aaron freeman who who do you pull from because you inspire a lot of people to do what they do but i want to know who do you look who inspired you to just to be the man you are or to do what you do or to be the the uh man person you are or anything like that who does Aaron freeman look up to for inspiration and why well my, my actual role model is my father um but just because he he deserves his flowers uh i'll give some to peter king uh who, who just retired and okay. i remember many many years ago when falcfans.com was still running r.i.p um I was like, I'm going to write a Monday column just like Peter King. And it's just going to be all about the Falcons. And I did that for like three and a half years. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I think Peter King is is like the GOATS football sports writer or whatever. So I'll, I'll give him his flowers. He he, he definitely inspired me uh, many, many years ago uh, to, to, to try to be, you know, something in this industry. That's a great well, one. thank you, Peter King. If it was no Peter King, we wouldn't have Aaron Freeman. So you gotta love that. But one more, Aaron. I got one more for you. Just one more hey, before we go. I get- Aaron, we if it's a potluck, okay, it's a potluck. Everybody's bringing something. What's the one dish that you cook that you know everybody that tries say that shit right there, Aaron? You hit it out the pot. What's the one thing you cook that everybody says is good? I mean, uh, people love my chicken wings, so you know, love it. Perfect. Chicken wings, you gotta love it. More racism, more racism at the end of the show. You gotta to start and end it. You gotta love it, man. <laughs> oh damn! All right, man. We gotta we gotta rock. I gotta get my kid to practice, or he's gonna have to run laps. So, um, Aaron, dude, thanks so much, man, for coming by. I Thank hope you, you had Aaron. some fun, man. And we'll uh, Always we'll definitely, fun. yeah, man, we'll definitely get together again probably before the season starts, and hopefully this off season, and talk about who we've drafted and who the free agents are and everything. Um, since you're not on Twitter anymore, technically, you can tell folks, I mean, you are, but you can tell folks where to find you, man, before we get out of here. Yeah, Locked on Falcons every day, five days a week on you know YouTube and all your favorite podcast platforms. Absolutely, man. And you guys can obviously follow us as you, uh, as, if you want, on Twitter or X or whatever. Out of your effing mind on Twitter, out of your Falcon mind on TikTok and Instagram. And guys, we'll be back next Thursday, uh, probably regular time next Thursday. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, as long as nothing else um, messes us up, seven thirty. But hey, any, anybody in the chat tonight, appreciate y'all for coming by early, hanging out with us. And if you're watching it later, watching replay, man, make sure you hit the like button for us so we can get the, uh, get the, get out there to more Falcons fans. Subscribe if you haven't already. I think we're four away from five away from 1500 mike we're, we're getting Let's there buddy. We're, we're still we're still here aaron we're still we're still here buddy we're like we're quite farther away than we were than, or ahead <laughs> than we were last time we had you on so it's good at least we're going in the right direction but yeah. uh yeah man thank you guys always for uh for checking us out and we will catch you next week mike take us out brother we got the goat man 
Are you Pokemon? Peace!